0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey and I'm Sonia and welcome to fostering life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Listen, we are so excited about this podcast and just being able to do life together with you all every week.
1: Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about relationships, marriage, faith, family entrepreneurship,
0: personal development,
1: Mm -hmm. listen you name it we're going to be talking about it.
0: And also we want to let you know that this is a fun and a safe and an authentic environment for you to come and just grow together with us. Yes so if you have any
1: questions or any input um, you can always go to our website which is
0: www.joeyandsonyafoster.com Listen, we look forward to offering any insight and even some advice to any of those anonymous questions that you send in. It's going to be amazing.
1: Yes, it's going to be so fun. And thank you guys for being a part of our community. Make sure that you share and subscribe and tell all of your friends, all of your family about Fostering Life with Joey and Sonya Foster. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster, where we talk about life, love, and everything
0: in between. Everything in between. It's going to be a, a great episode today. I think um, uh, we have some amazing things that's going on, not just in life, but just in, in conversation. We've been really thinking about what's going on in the culture and and I think you guys are gonna really get something out of this talk tonight. Today. Yeah, I
1: mean, let's I mean just just the elephant in the, in the room, yeah. things have changed, right? Absolutely. Um, if you would go down the list, it's more things have changed than has remained the same. Absolutely. And and that and that is such a broad um statement um to make. But listen, it's almost like everything has changed. Some things maybe Everything has changed. So um, we want to talk about tonight today is the the power of knowing how to adjust.
0: Yeah. Making the adjustment is mm-hmm. one of those life skills that I think goes overlooked and even under acknowledged a lot because uh, life is filled with different types of uh, transitions and different types of adjustments that needs to be made. So. And not just life, but you know, relationships, yep. every,
1: every area of your life.
0: Think about it just with everything going on as, as it relates to coronavirus and COVID and things like that. Businesses have been making adjustments. Mm-hmm. They have been changing policies and procedures to try and maneuver through this season of life that we're all in this crazy season. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: even think about dating the adjustment that has to be made as it relates to dating, you know, the questions that we typically ask on dating. Now you have to ask a different type of question. Even if you decide this person first, got to decide whether this person is, is worth it enough to put yourself in the same room as them. Like that is serious. Like how do you get to that point to where you find you, you, feel enough worth in this person or uh, uh, risk you know take the risk um to be in the same room as a person as a, as another person that you really don't know and then once you get there now the questions are a little different okay do you have corona do your family have corona do you know anybody that has yeah. i mean th- this is a real everything has changed you yeah. know it's like Listen, we don't have time to be, you know, scooting around the question like I need to know this um, before I continue to pursue at this point in my life. And I think it's really forcing us to become more straightforward and honest in our approach in so many areas you know not only in dating dating is one of because you know that first part of dating we be so shallow and so you know like you know just really asking weird questions okay what do you want what is your favorite favorite um place to go on vacation what's your favorite food like listen you don't care about that what you care about like do you have any kids that i don't i don't know about you know, yeah. <laughs> that, that you haven't told me like, go ahead. And, like how many kids do you have? Okay, great. Okay. Do you have a, a great relationship with the, the, the parent of these kids, mm-hmm. right? Okay, oh, oh, so it's a little drama in there. Okay, okay, so so you're collecting the data. You're collecting real data. And I think this time, you know, where we are in now, it puts perspective, like you don't have time for all of that. You need to be really collecting the data that that dating uh, was meant to do.
0: Yeah, I think, like you say, that, it's 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 a weird kind of space we're in. I remember when we were dating or when we were when I was like stalking you I kind of like, y- yes, yeah, I was stalker-ish doing that. Ish yeah, Tennessee's. very, very stalkerish. Um, so when I was doing that, I remember uh, just just me really wanting to be in your space. Like that was the thing. It was it was more it was more than just I wanted to just talk to you on the phone it was like, yo, I wanted to be around her. Right. You know what I mean? I wanted to be around her. I wanted to know her tendencies. I wanted to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like now, especially for a lot of singles and, and things like that, even married, even married individuals, it's like now we, we're we trying to, f- you know, we're, we're trying to figure that out because mm-hmm. how do you date in the middle of this pandemic? Like, right. how do you date Do you date put it off
1: until it's over? Right. Like, these are real questions. I think people are- um, asking yeah. and um there's a lot of adjustment that has to be made even in marriages yep. you know how do you date right. you know with everything closed and then you know where do you go yeah where do you um you know expose yourself to you know what you know like even you know, when when things start opening opening like I said at a 100 percent. Like you got to make those are questions that has to be made Um, where it is that we will go or will we go? Is it time? Is is it time for our family regardless of what is going on? Is it time for our family to leave and, and, you know, and start going about our about our normal lives? I think the adjustment um, has to be we have to be able to make adjustments, uh, I think, quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And with a lot of wisdom, I think a plan without beginning a plan without the ability to um, to adjust um, is going to fall. Yeah. At some point, like like if you're going to go and you're going to start a plan. Right. And, you know, whatever things that were going on in life and you don't have the ability to adjust at some point, it will come to an end. It's kind of like getting on a route and you're only expecting straight a straight route mm-hmm. and you don't have the ability to turn right or left you're gonna run into a point to where you have to turn you have to make a decision and if you can't do that then you're stuck at a dead end
0: and you know what happens I think a lot of times in business and in relationships I think we plan for everything to go perfectly yes so the we plan do. <laughs> is you know when we sit down and we strategize for something or whatever it is whether it be the future of your organization or just the future of your relational life. Like we plan for things to actually go perfectly. Okay. If I meet this person, then this is going to happen. We don't often make provision inside of our plan for a problem. And I think that's where we are now because as it relates to our relational lives and, you know, dating and marriage and, and social life, We didn't necessarily, I don't know that people planned for a pandemic, right? Absolutely
1: not. Absolutely not. And I think a lot of that, that, I think that's key that we should always, you know, because we are demonized for it though. mm -hmm. Oh, you always thinking about something going to go wrong or, you know, um, or if you make a plan B, then you really don't believe in what you're doing and you really don't have enough faith, you know, if you want to go there, like it's always demonize kind of sort of that you are are not optimistic you're a pessimist like you're always thinking of the negative and but in reality things rarely does things go perfectly right you know, I, I can't I can't think of something that we as a couple, as a married couple has planned and it went perfectly. It was always something that we had to go back to the table right. and make a decision. It never goes like the ability to adjust um, it really like on the fly. Like, listen, you don't have time for, you know, a lot of times you don't have time. And I get sometimes God, you know, puts you in a place to where you got to stand still and wait on his voice and you know i'm not talking about those instances this is time that we just got to stand still got and wait for god to speak but sometimes god has given us a, a powerful tool called wisdom and common sense yep. and 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 i don't think we use those to right. the max a lot of times and we're waiting on god to give us something and he's like listen i have given you the tools to make this adjustment already you sit in church every sunday of this year i have given you the tools you have listened to your mentors you have set up on amazing teachers you have set up on amazing pastors you have did all of those things you have the tools to make the adjustment i think a lot of times we get in our own way and we and we have this 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 movement of fear to where I don't want to make the yeah. wrong decisions. I, yeah. I don't want to fail.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like you said, about the, 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 the plan B and how it's so demonized. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's actually prudent. That's wise um, to have a, quote, fallback plan. That's not a that's not an indication of a lack of faith. That's actually an indication of wisdom, because in a real sense, even even if we thought everything through the best way that we could as it relates to life, there's are still going to be things outside of our control. Right. So f- it's wise for us to plan a
1: plan B yeah. for
0: something to happen outside of our control. So even with, uh, you know, as it relates to, you know, what's going on now, it is wise for us to plan to have already planned for something to happen. Of course mm-hmm. it's, it would be impossible for us to have known uh, this is happening.
1: <laughs> okay. So I have to stop you here because I just thought about a conversation we had a long, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And you was talking about how guys, like, this is not what we are talking about. Okay. How guys get, you know, he's, they're pursuing a relationship and, you know, they found this girl like, oh, okay, okay, this you know, she she's cool. She may be somebody, okay. you, you know, they get into that, you know, they start talking to their friends, like, you know, little buddy, that's what you, that's what all your friends call each other. Yep. like. Um, little buddy, I found, you know, I got this girl, you know, she pretty cool. And, you know, you start talking to your friends or whatever, but however, you're still planning, um, just in case this doesn't work. Yeah.
0: There's a, <laughs> listen, every most, I shouldn't say every, most guys have, and, and, and don't kill me guys, send us an email. <laughs> most guys have a, fa- have a fall plan, a just in case plan. And a lot of times, ladies, I'm giving you the game is free, free 99. A lot of times when a guy seems interested and then he does not seem interested and then he seems interested and then he does not. That's because there is a fail safe plan in place. In other words, there is somebody that if this doesn't work, he's going to turn his attention to a lot of cases. So he has a fallback plan. Now, I'm not saying that that is a good thing to do. I'm just I'm not prescribing (laughs) it. I'm describing it. It, But however, a lot of times, so
1: here's that he's not prescribing it. That means he's not recommending it, but however he is describing the reality
0: of the issue. And a lot of times guys have, and they have this, this, you know how, if you go into any business, Uh, And you see this red box on the wall and it is in case of emergency in case, break this glass, pull the fire alarm down or whatever. Guys oftentimes go through their relational lives with an in case of emergency. If anything fails, as far as everything that I'm pursuing, the people, I have somebody in my back pocket. Now, now, ladies, here's the thing. You have to make sure that you're not in a position to be the in case of emergency. And the way you'll know that you're in the position of in case of emergency is because he he periodically and sporadically entertains you. Wow. If he periodically entertains you, then that means you are the lever that's pulled in case of That he's of keeping emergency. in the line yeah. just so, in case. So we're going to talk as long as... You, I got to keep because I got to keep you, quote, on the team. So we're going to talk enough that, you know, you're still in my life, but we're not going to talk so much that you want another position than the one that I have you playing. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so I what? can't
1: believe you guys do that. I, I mean, I you guys know, really first of all, <laughs> let, let's get this straight. All right. First
0: of all, let's, let's wait. No, you let, used to do that. Well, you used to. Yes, go ahead yeah, and admit yeah, it. Yeah, you used to. Yeah, you you had some plans. But the, the um, plan, the, the the idea is, is that oftentimes we have to be careful that we do not. And and please hear our hearts. We're not saying don't invest y'all all into a relationship. That's not what we're saying. We're saying absolutely, you have something that's worth worth investing into. Do that. But what we are saying is that there is a remnant that there is a group of individuals. Who have, even to their to their fault, have planned a plan B without even really investing all of themselves into what could possibly be something that lasts forever. Like
1: that whole all eggs in one basket thing. Right. I think males do that, you know. <laughs> at a, um, I w- I don't want to say like a positive word like better or you know because I don't want to I don't want to seem like I am recommending it. Mm-hmm. But however, I see women. Um, We have, you know, we really struggle with not giving our all because that is just who we are wired to be. Like you don't go in halfway. And I talk with a lot of ladies and the issue is getting involved or getting head over heels too quickly because something happens when we get we get to that place we start not seeing things clearly we start you know doing things we shouldn't be doing um you know just going in all the way without having all the information that we need to accurately assess and place um or compartmentalize this person in the correct place like um so if we are head over heels because of whatever it is, we've spent some time with them. We've thought because sometimes we get head over heels by our thoughts. We saw the person three times, but we've been thinking about them all day. <laughs> you, you know, so it's like it's like we spent that time with them pretty much because they're being on they're being on our minds. And, and then we start making decisions like we know these people um, by what we have imagined
0: yeah, about them, or even what we hope, or hope, yeah, yeah. hope or what imagined, we hope or we that see that it, you be. know, yeah. So mm-hmm. we can, I, I think, sometimes with ladies, sometimes you guys, you see a, you see and you see a guy, and you see what he could be, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a beautiful thing in a lot of instances where where you see, wow, he has this, these, 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 uh, these characteristics or attributes, and you so lean on those that you neglect the flags that are the the indicator lights that are just blinking in other areas.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, I, you know, I often say this and, and, and I stand on this, there is a way, you know, you never go off of potential, you know, you, you never go off of, you know, potential, never, because potential can be misleading, they could become it, they may not become it. And that has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them and the posture of their heart and if they have potential to do something but their heart is not turned towards it that they don't desire it they don't see it for themselves i don't care how much much you pour into them and say it and build them up and you know they will never get it until that is something where they want to be so it's not about their potential it's about the posture of their heart yeah and um a lot of times you can you can tell the posture of their heart by the act by their actions and by the things that may come up in conversations oh you know it's so many ways to tell it other than you just seeing something on the inside of them they have to be their heart has to be turned towards it and if the heart is turned towards it then doggone it i'm behind you girl you know wait on it you encourage him you know you Pray for him. You be an assistance, a help to him, and you know, and and you guys live life together. You know, working, building, and and all of those things. But if his heart is not there, and his heart is not turned to it, he may never become what it is that you see.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, I think. And even on both ends, it's important that we both understand this because many of us know what it's like to be inside of those types of uh, relationships or whatever, right? To be in those interactions with individuals who you see something in, but then they don't necessarily so that, you know, it could go either way. I just think that we have to be careful about we don't listen. You don't deserve to be the you don't deserve to bear the brunt of someone else's maturation process. Right. So because they're growing to be who it they're in this place of potential, that does not mean that you get to be the punching bag, so to speak, till they get to that point. Like just because you see it in them, that doesn't mean that you have to stick around. I'm just being honest. And it goes for either one, male or female. That does not mean that you have to stick around while they're working through their process. Him cheating or her cheating on you. In a dysfunctional relationship is not a part of their process. That's toxicity. Right. You see what right. I'm saying? So, but we can look at them and say, Well, well, they'll be such a great father if they if well they would be, but they have these these characteristics that's keeping them from becoming what you see their potential as being, or a great mother, or so to speak. So it's important that we understand that, yes, it is important to know. That uh, you can see something in somebody, but like you said, if their heart's posture is not turned towards it, you do not deserve to be the, for lack of a better words, the punching bag of somebody else's mature maturation process.
1: Right. And one of the things that we do is, you know, as women, we you know we have we have so many great intentions, um, or intent in mind, um, we you know pretty much say you know. You know, maybe I was sent in their lives to do this. (laughs) You know, maybe I'm the one, you know, I'm the chosen one
0: to change him, to
1: change him. Absolutely not. Okay, there's a difference. You know, to go back to what you were saying about the excuses and they're doing this and they're doing all of these things. There's a difference between someone that is unhealthy and someone that is underdeveloped. You know, um, if someone is unhealthy, there's some toxic, um, Yes, I can't even get the word out. (laughs) I just got my bracelets, (laughs) um, tightened up today. Um, but, um. There's a difference. There's a difference. Like, that, that is unhealthy. They need help. They need counseling. They need therapy. They, all of those things are needed in order for them to get from one place in their lives to the next successfully. Yep. Like, they need help, and it cannot come, it does not come from someone that is hoping to get a, a ring or hoping to become there, you know, like you're not in the position really, right? you know, because you just hoping too much. Like you, you, you know, you're too thirsty. Hope. Um, you're like
0: You're <laughs> Jesse, keep hope alive. No, 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 some hope no, don't need to be kept alive. You, right? need, you
1: need to wait, you know, just wait it out. It's okay. You know, wait it out. Okay. They are in a place where they cannot handle healthy things. Yeah. They cause, because they are too unhealthy, but then you have that underdeveloped person, um, to where, they're healthy, but it's just certain areas in their lives that they may not have been exposed to, to, cor- to the correct things yet. They haven't been ex- exposed to the, um, the right, um, um, rooms yet, mm-hmm. um, or the mentors yet, but they're open again. They're, open to it they just have not been able to be accessible to it yet yeah. and you'll be able to again you'll be able to tell that by the posture of their heart um, you know whether or not this person is toxic versus whether this person is um, um, teachable Yeah. Um, so I think that we have to really make the adjustment and our, and not you know whatever the the thought, <laughs> the end goal we had in our minds, and allow these things to allow us to make the adjustment. Okay, this person is not a person that I should be pursuing at this point. This person should basically be in the waiting room, um, and, you know, until you know either God releases you from that, um, that just totally gives you your cue. Like, listen, you need to move somewhere else. Right. You need to go, or you know. Um, this person may be just a friend to you Mm -hmm. or, you know, so many things, but learn how to make the adjustments and your life will be so much better. Um, pre a situation versus post a situation. It's better to call off an engagement than to call off a marriage. Absolutely. But making the adjustment is so important.
0: Yeah. I, I think, um, even just culturally we're seeing this and this, and this I think this is this is rather new as it relates to this being a norm we're seeing um this idea of 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 women now we're taking on some of us are taking on or some of the ladies I should say are taking on this idea of being a savage right this is important in other words they it, it really comes out of the idea that I'm tired of being the one that always bears the brunt of yeah. the the short end of the stick so now what's gonna I'm happen the is I'm good
1: girl I always did this I cook for him right. I you know I did whatever he asked me to right. do you know co- you know in their minds I did I, I gave up all of this I sacrificed all of this right. for nothing for you to still do this blah 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 blah. so you know what
0: now I'm sad <laughs> now so now the tables are turning yeah. which which is 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 probably is it well, It's not probably but it's, is is extremely toxic because now we have an individual we have a guy potentially that's thinking in, in some terms of that and then now we have ladies buying you know and they're thinking they're fed up and then the guys are like yo I can't find nobody and then the ladies like yo I'm not going to be yeah. how how you and I always say you're not gonna have me looking stupid right? right, that's, the, right, right. that's what we're really concerned about <laughs> as singles tell the truth that's
1: the main thing and Listen, you can do whatever
0: you want as long as you don't have but us don't looking have stupid don't
1: have me looking stupid <laughs> don't have me looking you let me know don't have me around right here looking stupid tell the truth come to the barbecue and everybody <laughs> and knows and everybody knows that, you know
0: I don't, you can cheat. Just don't have me look stupid. But just stupid. don't have me looking
1: stupid. Okay. All right. So
0: it's like it so that has become the thing. So nobody really invests all themselves into a relationship. Mm-hmm. So now we're in this place to where we have two people who have history, but they don't have a future because they both are tied to their experiences in the past. And they won't let though they won't release themselves from those experiences to experience something new and something beautiful. And hence we have this idea of how do we make the adjustment from having experiences of dysfunction right. to having right. hope for what could be?
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's so much hope in the world is um, is that it's been um, diluted with so much you know negativity that. You know, marriages are not happy. Oh, married people ain't happy. They round here miserable. You,
0: <laughs> you All the single people want to get married. All the married people want to be single. That's what I heard. You know,
1: that's what people say. And, you know, so marriage, so the singles is like, listen, ain't no sense to me trying to, you know, pursue this idea of a white picket fence and it's not even real. And the 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 the, the, the reality is no, there's not a white picket fence, but there is a fence with your, um, that is, that looks very. Very nice. Yep. You know, there's nothing white because nothing is perfect, like we talked about earlier. But um there is some very nice fences. Um if you just dive into the market, yep. um, you know, and see for yourself, you know, taste and see. Yeah. <laughs> you would that- never know <laughs> until you taste. And you know, so you can't get deterred by the negativity where it's on. Uh, you know, reality TV or social media or your friends or, um, you know, or that scorned woman or that scorned man that don't you put all your ears in one basket and don't you do this and don't you let no man tell you, you know, like all of those just toxic that derive from very unhealthy situations. Yeah.
0: So, and what happens is like you say, marriages suffer not because of the marriage, but because of the singleness. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so we sometimes we use marriage as a cure but singleness is not a disease and marriage is not a cure right right so it's important that even as we enter into marriage or even start having a conversation about internally because we do that first start having that conversation internally we be able we are in a position to make the adjustment internally right that i'm not going to allow what happened in my past my experiences in my past to contaminate what could be in my future because once we do that i think relationships will make a turn for the better so now marriages are suffering in in many cases not because of the marriage
1: right right but i mean you know what to be just to be um fair um the adjustment of relationships or your perception of relationships it's not always the easiest thing to change because right. I know many people are coming from so many in different environments or experiences that they never seen you know the most healthiest example um, of, of what it is that you know they may you may hear you know we talking about or you know your pastor is talking about or your marriage counselor is talking about you know most people are like i've never seen that before
0: yeah absolutely i talk to guys i talk to guys all the time and 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 much of what we discuss is we i'm, I'm trying to train them and coach them and pastor them to the point to being something that they've never seen So it's hard. And so I'm I'm with you. I get it. It's hard sometimes when all you've seen is dysfunction. Right. It's so easy to repeat it. All you know is dysfunctional relationships. That's that. And uh, uh, or even on the other end, you you don't know any relationships Mm -hmm. like any positive ones. So what happens is guys are in large part getting into relationships, having never even seen one that was healthy for real Mm. and especially in church we see this a lot so so what what guys have to do is we have to reorient ourselves with what a relationship is what a marriage is and I feel sometimes and I'll just speak from the from the men perspective you can touch the ladies but sometimes I feel bad for the some of the ladies because even growing up ladies are raised in large part to be married absolutely absolutely they they, the idea of marriage you know the 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 big wedding and things like that they are raised it with that so even to a fault sometimes you know if things aren't happening when they you know when they feel like they should happen you know there's a whole thing there but in on the total flip side guys are not Mm -hmm. we're not raised to be husbands we're raised to be men
1: yeah. And, 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 and it didn't just start from, you know, the last 100 years. It, it really was from the beginning. Um, it think about Adam, you know, when God created Adam, he didn't create Adam originally as a husband. He created Adam as a man. But when Eve was created, her original creation was a wife. Yeah. You know, from the birth of her, from innately, she was a wife. Adam had to be trained, had to transition yep. from just being a man to now being a husband. You know, and so we're seeing that even now to where the man is more manly than he is husbandly.
0: Yeah. That's you know, so good. and
1: he has to be trained. He has to be taught. He has to be um, intentional about, you know, the I guess the requirements of, res- of the responsibility of a husband and not just the man. He wanted to make sure that, that the bills are paid. Yep. He wanted to make sure that his house is protected. And that's it, bam. That's
0: what you know. know, Those are the things, man. Yeah, those are the things that come natural, right? And and like you say, what has to happen? But when we start
1: getting into that other stuff, you know, like intimacy and talking and communicating, he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait,
0: come on, man. Wait (laughs) now, hold on. I I went to work and you got the money. You you got the check. I don't
1: even know what I'm getting paid. Right. What are you talking about? You (laughs) want to hold my hand?
0: Right. You hold the hands. You hold the hands. So, so what happened is, is guys, you know, in large part, guys, like you say, we are, we are, we are bred almost to be men, Mm -hmm. you know, um, some of the conversations that we have even younger, even, you know, parents are preparing the men, men, you got to be tough, which is cool. And I'm with that 100%. Um, You have parents oftentimes do a better job at preparing men to be stopped by the police than they do for preparing men to be husbands. Wow. So if you ever get stopped by the police, make sure you put your hands on the steering wheel, make sure you do what they say. Make sure you say yes, sir. This is what parent. Yes, sir. You make sure you say no, sir. This, that, and the third. They walk you through it and we should do that. Right. But then it's like on the flip side, as it relates to being a husband, a community leader, a man of God, oftentimes those things go lacking. It's, we don't necessarily it, see it.
1: The, the instruction is, uh, well, treat it right.
0: Yeah. Do, <laughs> right. Vague, <laughs> just ambiguous. Just so just, vague.
1: <laughs> you know, just treat it right.
0: D- just treat it right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. So wh- what does that mean? Just, just do right by it. How her. does that look? Right, right.
1: You know, and as the women, we're getting the rundown. Yeah. From knowing how to do hair, our kids' hair, to knowing how to cook, knowing how to affirm that man, knowing how to make sure your house is in order that he comes home in a you know a nice you know clean atmosphere. Uh, I mean, it they run it down, even though some of it is very uh, outdated. I think, but. <laughs> However, the, 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 the um, foundation of it is still true. So I still hold to a lot of those principles and um, foundational um, teachings. Um, however, I know that we have a, a revolutionized millennial um, style of woman um, now to where she's working just as many hours as the man. Um, she's you know, like it's, it's a whole lot. So, again, we fall on that whole thing of adjustments yep. and knowing what season season your marriage is in, what season your relationship in, because you may not be able to have the same relationship or marriage as you know, the Jones is next door. Mm -hmm. Yes. The, the wife stays home all day. So she takes care of the things she folds the clothes. She cooks the dinner. She does all that. The man goes out and work and he you know, that is more of a convention, you know, used to be traditional or conventional style of marriage. Mm -hmm. Now everything has flipped, you know, everything is different. Um, from, you know, the wife is just as driven in her career as the male. Um, she has goals that she's reaching that she ain't trying to get married. You know, she's not trying to allow marriage or, um, raising kids to stop that. She want to be able to do both of them. She want to be able to balance both of those things. And, um, so that, that matter of adjustment is, am I in the season, you know, to, um, to expect um, um, that type of marriage, um, considering my situation or considering my reality. Yeah.
0: I think that's so, so interesting when you talk about the reality of uh, 21st century marriages mm-hmm. and how do we make the adjustment? Cause like you say, things are not the same in many cases. Absolutely right? not. I just think like, I think it's so important that, Like, yo, listen, your relationship is your relationship. What has to happen is in a marriage, two people have to come together to become one. Right. Mm -hmm. Two people have to come together and they have to together craft. What does a marriage look like for us? Right. You know, within the biblical parameters and things of that nature. What does marriage look like for us? Because marriage might not look the same for us as it. So, for example, for me. Um, Or or I should say for us in general, there are certain decisions that we make simply because of the vow that we took. Right. So for us. So let's let's say practically, practically for me. Or for us, we don't travel much. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I want to be home with my wife and kids. That's something that we hold value to us like and I'm not saying other people don't, but other people might feel more. Uh, they might lean more towards doing more things outside of state and things because beautiful. that
1: leads to taking care of their family right? and, and they making beautiful. sure their family is safe. It all depends on um, the reality of your and that's your marriage exactly or your relationship.
0: The idea is that we both come together, right? Because we come and we run into issue when one person comes with an experience or an idea of what a marriage should look like. Mm -hmm. And then the other person comes with their experience and then it's never spoken because these are the things that you don't unpack until you sit down (laughs) with a good pre-marriage counselor, right? You don't unpack, you don't even think about these things until it's an issue. So what has to happen is, um, for those of us who are married, whether you just got married or been married, because even if you are married and been married for years, there are still adjustments. Right. You know what I <laughs> Absolutely, mean?
1: Absolutely. Because you're continuously growing. Yeah. You're continuously changing. I'm not the same person I was 11 years ago. You find it, though. At, well, I try to be. my You know, I, I'm just not that same girl. Yeah. I'm not in. Um, I can. You know, some things that I want now that I would have never even thought about wanting um, when we were dating or when we first got married, uh, got married. So the adjustment, even in that, I think, you know, so talking about this idea of adjustment, you know, the importance to, to even maneuver through life, having the ability to adjust. Um, and using the tools that God has given us um, people that has poured into us things of that sort to continuously make these decisions so our lives won't become this sinking place like you know the movie where they're going around (laughs) in the the teacup and he's sinking (laughs) into into this reality that he cannot get out of and I, I you know honestly sometimes um, our, we can feel stuck so much to where we feel we are sinking in this reality that we can't get out of. And, um, I think a lot of, th- lot, a lot of times, um, the power of knowing how to adjust will be the tool or the conduit, um, that, you know, we could use or God will use to get a, a, us out of that place. Yeah.
0: I think, and, and also in, in terms of, how do we make that adjustment though? How do we approach that? I think one of the things that we have to do is we have to have non-judgmental, open and honest communication. Oh, that's so important. That's so that important. has to be please hear the language. It's, it's non-judgmental, open and honest communication. We have to be at a place to where we can communicate about, well, maybe that last season, I didn't feel this way, but this season I do. Right, you know what I mean. We have to have that, and, and then and that
1: safe place, you know, that safe place that is, um, you know, created between the two people to allow allow me to tell you my truth, without saying, "Well, you didn't think that last year." Like, I right. know that non judgmental. Trust me, I've had to deal with this too. Like, am I going crazy? <laughs> you know, <laughs> am I having a midlife crisis? You know, why am I? You know, but so just having that that safe that safe space, you yeah. know, in order to, you know, share, yeah. um, your truth. I know I, I always call um, them my, um, marriage mentors. Um, they don't know it. I've never met them. Um, Jimmy, Karen, Car- Karen Evans. If you're listening to the podcast, I love you, <laughs> but, up, <laughs> but Jimmy <laughs> Evans said something that changed my life. He said, um, truth without, um, grace, is um, truth without grace is mean, but grace without truth is meaningless. And we have to be ever so careful that we're always giving the most um, vulnerable truths Um, That we can, because if we don't, it's really useless. It's really in vain and we will never get to the outcome that we want. We may get to an outcome, but not the one that we originally intended.
0: Yeah. I remember just an instance. I remember when we were in a season of our marriage where you were actually working uh, day to day, Mm -hmm. um, going into a, you know, more traditional setting, a nine to five setting, so to speak. And I just remember how, you know especially going into our marriage, we, we both are alike in that we we're go getters. We're going to make it happen. So just kind of seeing that from you, I remember us being married early on and seeing how much effort and energy went into your, uh, to your job at that time. And something happened to where, you know, the seasons kind of changed. Yeah. Um, and then I just remember coming to you and, and, and saying, Hey, listen, that season is over like let's talk about how we can get you off of this job you know what I mean just having that I think you got
1: tired of me complaining you was like listen this is too much for you too
0: yeah it's too much (laughs) so so what had to happen but but in a real sense what had to happen is we had to come together right and we had to have that conversation because I saw how it was bearing down on you
1: right and I couldn't be superwoman I was like babe like you know, I'm so glad we're having this conversation like this is really a lot.
0: So what, what ended up happening was uh, we ended up having that conversation and putting together talking about non-judgmental, non-judgmental, open and honest communication. We moved to the next phase, which the first one is the communication. The second one is the strategy. Mm-hmm. So we went to we, we got together, sat at the table or we didn't have a table. We had a couch. We had one couch. And we sat at that couch and we made a plan and we said, "Okay, this has to happen in order for you to get off of this job. Because at the time we're newly married. Right. Right. So we were building a life. So we came and made a strategy. Mm -hmm. This is the plan. The plan is you. This is what I'm thinking. You are getting off these people's jobs. (laughs) And if and then from that moment forward, I said and and keep in mind, guys, because I want to make sure that we're relevant with what we're saying in real it's not like I was making millions of dollars at the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we were newly married, like for real, for real. So new in our careers, new in everything. our careers. Absolutely. So, so I made the decision and I said, well, you know, let's have this conversation. And we had the conversation and then we put together a plan and then we stuck to the plan. Right. That's the thing we're talking about. we we, we moved from the single life to now we're talking about the married life, mm-hmm. They we have that open and honest communication and then we together come up with a plan and then we execute the plan together because that is what's going to help us make the adjustment, whatever that is. So I said, no, you're not working there. And as a matter of fact, you're not going to work anywhere else that you don't want (laughs) to go work at. Right. And it was from that moment that, you know, it birthed an amazing and the blessing is this, it birthed an amazing business in you that we didn't I didn't know that was there. Right. With you know, with real estate and everything. So it was like now she loves to work to do what it is that she right. does and find families and and, and and help them and things of that nature. So it ended up working so much. So, but the reason that it worked is because we had non judgmental, right. open and honest communication. We had a plan, a strategy, and then we executed, we stuck to it.
1: And we made the adjustment successfully.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and you have uh, now been uh real estating. Is that the term real estate? <laughs> sta- no, that's not, but What's okay. We'll, we'll go with it tonight. Yeah, we going go. You've been real estating girl.
1: We are real estating and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love, you know, just helping, um, um, families, you know, and being that place of integrity that they can go to you don't have to worry about me trying to you know oh you know pushing pushing you to buy the highest, you know um, biggest open you know like I'm just I'm not trying to push nothing because i I'm, I really enjoy seeing that smile on their face that yeah. closing, you know, knowing that and and for them to say, you have given me an amazing experience thank you for all you have done i could not or yeah. uh, would not have made through this process without you like hearing those words um because at that job you know i really felt the other job i really felt like my life was just passing me by because i didn't feel any value or purpose in
0: it so what it was doing though i was it was affecting not just you it was affecting. Us. Right. It
1: was affecting everybody, yep. you know, and I couldn't be my 100 percent self, um, you know, for lack of um, words um, that, you know, I had to make a change to where, listen, I feel alive. I feel like my life is moving. And sometimes you have to make those heart Choices like this, ain't it? Yes, I'm making the money. Yes, I'm, you know, reaching the money goals or whatever the case is. And sometimes we can be driven by that. But do are, are you happy? Are you sleeping at night? Yeah. Um, is your family getting getting the brunt of your busyness? Like, how is that, you know, playing a part in your in the totality, of the whole the holistic happiness? Yeah. Um, that you
0: want. Yeah. So we have to be able to make those adjustments, guys. Listen, this is a conversation that could literally go on and on and on on and on on. um but we pray that it added some value to uh to your life to your relationship to your business to your marriage to everything listen till the next time i'm joey and i'm sonya and this is fostering life with joey and sonya god bless you guys